I would like to welcome Julie Conley to Emirates Podcast. Uh, Julie and I, we just paced the uh, London Marathon. Uh, we had a great, great experience. Uh, Julie, welcome to Emirates Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, definitely, it was a great meeting you. I'm probably wondering what this human guy was and is, and <laughs> <laughs> then you get to see the whole, whole thing. So, so definitely, it was a really great experience. Uh, before we really deep dive in a London Marathon, our experience, uh, just give us, uh, since you, be, you are new to Emron's podcast, just give us your running background. How did you end up in London and what is your kind of running background? I think you mentioned that you've been running all your life. Yeah, I started running when I was in elementary school up in Minnesota, and then I moved to Florida, um, Orange Park, Florida, actually, when I was 11 years old, and just continued running, just out of sheer, I need to do something, and I just kept running. And then I took a couple years off and got into triathlons, and I was really a cyclist more than a runner and enjoyed that and then you know i thought you know what cycling isn't really everything and swimming was not my strong point so i just kept running um not to be forced dump but i just kept running and enjoyed it so i've been running um ever since and just you know got into the galloway program about 15 years ago and i did 10 full marathons before I joined Galloway. So I had some experience just running. Um, and then 62 marathons now I've done using the run, walk, run, using the Jeff Galloway method and have been hooked on Galloway ever since. Definitely. So. That's that's going to be our main topic, uh, talking about the Galloway method, because I, I met Mr. Galloway a very long, long time ago um, when I was just started running. And I tried a few things probably I never tried properly. I read his book and they were kind of got in running uh, that method. But till I ran with you a full marathon and we can talk about that. You're in Jacksonville, Florida, that area. What what kind of running running group you have in that those areas? It's pretty huge running community over there. Um, we do. We have the Jacksonville Galloway program. Um, it's one of the largest Galloway programs in the um, nation led by Chris Twiggs is the national program director for Galloway, um, and he works directly with Jeff. So we're very fortunate to have Chris um, in our backyard, um, basically. We meet every Saturday as a large program, and then we have group runs during the week. So we run three times a week, and that's what Jeff prescribes um, to go um, train for a marathon. Um, so we run every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Saturday is our big group run. Mm -hmm. And then on Tuesday and Thursday, we have just we get together as a small group. And there's probably anywhere between five to ten of us that get together on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we run five miles. And then on Saturday, leading up to um, a marathon in our training program, we run anywhere between three to 26 miles on a Saturday based upon what um, stage of our marathon training that we're in. Yep. We break it up into um, where we you know, train and we do what they call a magic mile, and then we break up into different groups. And based upon that pace, they put us into subgroups, and we train um, based on our magic mile times. Uh, that sounds like something we want to start. What is a magic mile? I usually, uh, for me, is when I run a marathon, I usually call them, when I when I'm in mile 21, I call them a magic mile, because uh, somebody asked me why is a magic mile similar? And even recently, when I was pacing Chicago, I said because once you get to mile 21, you can see the finish line of a marathon. So you know, 
that's usually <laughs> that's like, that's usually what I want to get to twenty one. Um, but definitely, yep. t t tell us about what's a magic mile for Jeff Galloway so, program. So Jeff has everybody run what he calls the magic mile. It is you run as hard as you can, as fast as you can, and in his book he says without um, puking and without dying. So it's you know run as hard as you can, um, and you don't have to use intervals. You don't have to do run walk, but you can. Um, so it's your hardest mile that you can run. Um, and it gives a good gauge. Um, it's definitely not what you're going to run your marathon at, but it gives you an idea what is your hardest effort that you can actually run a mile at. And then you take that. Um, he has this calculator that it, you can base that off of, and it'll put you into a group and it'll let you know what your race pace will be, what your long run pace will be um, and what your 5k you know half marathon 5k and what your marathon pace will be based off of that magic mile so it's a really good indicator what you're capable of just based off of what you can full out effort actually run your mile at it's a really good indicator that's as a, far as what you're capable of. to find this uh you had to run the fastest mile possible sounds like correct mm -hmm. Definitely. correct that's interesting yep may need to research a little bit more uh definitely um let's uh let's focus and a little let's go a little farther let's talk about our experience at london marathon uh, that's kind of mm -hmm. where i want to kind of focus really um i want us to kind of have a reflection on on the, how london marathon went and yeah, when i was given a task to run six and a half hours my body <laughs> could not move i mean I'm, I'm my trail and trail runs uh, when i do trail most of my trails are Six and a half. So I know how six and a half looks like, but not in the road condition. So, yeah. so I've been, I've, I had been training since the summer when I found out uh, I've been training uh, that pace, uh, you know, try to do run, walk and never could do it. I was doing intervals and two minutes running, 30 seconds walking. You know, it's, it's never that, never that way. And I was like, uh, how am I going to do this? And um, for you, uh, being already trained in Galloway Method, tell us how did you train before you got to London? Well, for me, that is not my natural running pace. So uh, leading up to London, when I was asked to pace the 630, it was like, okay, how am I going to get my head around slowing down to get to a 630 pace? So, you know, going upon, you know, Jeff's method, um, he has a calculated run-walk strategy for each um, finish time. And basing, basing it off of that and Chris's recommendations, you know, he said, okay, we're going we're gonna, to – 6.30 finish is going to be a 15-second run and a 30-second walk. And it's like, okay. So basically we're going to be just running for 15 seconds and walking for 30 seconds for six and a half beautiful hours. Um, and then just grasping that, knowing that, you know, people think when you're going to run for 15 seconds and then you're going to walk for 30, that's going to be really hard on your knees. It's going to be hard on your legs to do that many start stops. Um, so Jeff has this really good process where he, you know, it's glider drills where you just kind of glide into your run and you glide out of your run. So you're not like immediately stopping and immediately taking off when you're running and walking you know, at 15 second intervals. For me, it was a practicing a lot of gliding, you know, like 
not immediately abrupt stopping when you, you know, go into your walk. So you're not, you know, you know, jamming your knees, you know, when you stop that quickly. So it was just training to slow yourself down and not walking at a quick pace, but just slowing the body down and realizing that even though it for, you know, for me particularly, it wasn't a fast run. The people that we were running with, that was going to be a fast marathon for them. So just embracing that and knowing that we were going to help people achieve something that they've never achieved before, and it was going to be a struggle for them, and just knowing that keeping that that pace. So if it's a six thirty, and we were doing what fourteen or fifteen, close, what was close, it fifteen? Close to fifteen. Fifteen minutes. Now? Yeah, close yeah. to fourteen so, something. Yep. So knowing that we were going to be running, you know, at a fourteen a fourteen thirty pace was going to be our our fifteen second run. And that we had to slow it down, you know, to keep that 14, 1430 pace when we ran for those 15 seconds just to be able to, you know, maintain that overall, you know, overall pace for that, for that 630 finish. Definitely. Yeah. When you um, said you were going to run in 15 seconds, I had to ask that more times to, to be sure I heard it correct. So. I was like, what's well, another, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this thing, you know. But uh, I, I, I don't know if you remember, I, I said, if you're going to do it, I, I don't know how to do this. Uh, I kind of, yeah. where, where I where I came from, like, because I had no idea how to pace, um, especially going 15 seconds running and 30 seconds walking, you know, very different from what I usually do, you know. Yep. So so it was just very interesting for me, and uh, I told you that I'll stick with you. So we definitely we uh, we did that. Um, and when we started, uh, you know, we had a lot of beginners, marathoners. I remember talking to uh, one gentleman. He was scared as well. Not only <laughs> he was beginner. I'm sure a lot of people told him that hey, it's going to be really difficult and all those things. Yep. He was scared. And longer further we went. Uh, you know, he was getting stronger. He found me on, on the on Facebook and messaged me. I think I sent you that message, but but definitely mm-hmm. it was a it was interesting. Um, so tell us about um, you know doing this uh, as you as you went along. You kind of you know I wanted you to take a lead on taking doing this. You you had a method going. You know you were using the watch and and then stop and starting uh, let's kind of talk about how that the whole thing we we did there because I, all i did is i just followed and i remember once in a while i just went off and i had to slow myself down but that you were very consistent on the stop and start well yeah so you know jeff has you know what he calls the gym boss that you know of course somebody called it an egg timer because it kind of looks like an egg timer you know that would go and it would tell you when the 15 seconds were up and then of course when the 30 seconds were up where we've run again but the key for us to keep on pace, um, as you know, is just to look at at the mile markers and to be able to adjust. And we had a couple miles that we were a little fast. Um, we get excited, and and the music, your music was amazing, <laughs> by the way. Um, and I don't think I've ever sang for 26 miles solid. And that is my downfall when I sing and I talk. I run a little bit faster. You know, we just had to keep adjusting to that. So it's like every mile looking at the watch and saying, okay, we're, we're good on pace. Um, we're going a little fast. We're going a little slow. Um, and just adjusting, you know, to that and just looking um, at, you know, at each interval, you know, how we were doing on pace overall, 
just to make sure that we didn't get carried away and you know get go with the music go with the beat of the music and go a little too fast um and it's just a matter of you know by feel and that's where rehearsal you know you know practice you know comes in you know understanding where we're at you know on that 15 second run um and even the walk you know sometimes the walk you know you get carried away and you walk too fast mm. you know so just you know the feel for it you know how are how are we doing as a collective group. And that's the other thing, you know, being a group leader for Galloway, it's like you always want to make sure everybody's okay and you don't want to leave anybody behind. But pacing is a completely different animal where if somebody falls back, you want to go back and take care of them and bring them up with us. And pacing, you can't actually stop and do that. Definitely. You can't make sure somebody that's falling behind you can't go and scoop them up and make sure and you know bring them back up with the group. You, if they fall backwards, you have to let them go. And yeah. It's like, no, you've been with us for 24 miles, just two more <laughs> miles. Keep with us. Yeah, I know. It's like so hard. Talking about that that part, I, I even saw somebody as I was leaving like an hour and a half later. I think they were like probably seven and a half hour fantasy. I came and hugged me, thanked me for help her to finish the marathon. And I, I don't even remember when she was with us yeah. so so you know kind of that impact but definitely um you know we we had to adjust to so much you know like like what you mm-hmm. mentioned my my leg don't know how to move that slower but but it, you know having that group big group coming through you know was really entertaining for me to see look back and there's so many people with us from from the beginning and they stuck with us for for a very very long time and even at the end we have people coming in, joining the group as, as we go. So that was yeah. really good with the music, I guess that, that helped as well. So, so oh, the, that the music was, was key because we had people that we'd come up, we could hear you from a mile back. <laughs> it was like, yes, we did it. Yes. Um, yeah. And then being able to scoop people up like we did, um, you know, when the people were struggling and they didn't realize, you know, it's, it's like, oh, no, you're going too fast. It's like you could do anything for 15 seconds. And when they realized that we were only running, you know, at our pace, we were only running for 15 seconds. When we picked up Sonic the Hedgehog, for example, yeah. and he's like, oh, I can't do that. But it's like we're running for 15 seconds. You can do this for 15 seconds. And he hung with us for what, a mile or so? Even in that full full costume, full now costume. kudos to him how he did that. Um, but for 15 seconds, you can do you can do anything for 15 seconds, and he did. Definitely. I mean, of course, then, you know, I don't know how they run in those costumes. I don't know how they can see in those costumes to begin with. But I think they were too hot this time. So that's that one's for oh. sure. Most of them were really hot this year. So so you remember yeah. the the bobblehead. Uh, girl uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't know what that costume yeah. is but uh, i saw her for a very long time and see i knew she was struggling and then yeah. um finally we caught up and the sis stuck with till the end you know we even yeah. have a finish line photo with her so, yeah. Yeah. so so the sis um she was a trooper yeah. you know see <laughs> i remember yeah. finishing with her and the bang in her head like hey let's go so i don't even know what character you are but uh, that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> and apparently people knew and in, in, in London they knew it so so yeah. definitely definitely <laughs> one of the thing um what I struggle in the past um in this year I was in Berlin and and I was already in Europe um for almost a week no I mean more than a week 
and then um, you know coming to London was was not difficult for a jet lag and stuff like that. How how did you mm -hmm. feel? You know, coming to London, you know, last time when I paced five and a half hour, I was sleepy. I, I paced five and a half hours last time and six and a half hours this year. But th this year was fine. I was just hungry. But I was sleepy. <laughs> I should have grabbed a sandwich from one of the volunteers he gave me. I was like, hey! <laughs> yeah, that was classic. Um, you know, the jet lag for me this time, when I went to Berlin last year, I think the jet lag hit me more. Um, this year, the jet lag wasn't too bad. I don't know if the hour difference made it different. I don't think so. But um, And we got there on Thursday. I think I was pushing through because when we got there, we went straight to the running show. And we worked the running show all day on Thursday. And then we didn't go to sleep until probably 11 o'clock London time. So we were up for a good 24 hours. And I think pushing through that day helped us, like, forcefully get over the time difference. Um, so I think that helped. Definitely. Um, so the jet lag didn't really hit us. Now, coming home is a different story. Right. But... Tell, tell me about it. And I was like, I had such a hard time coming back. Yeah, well, and then going straight to Chicago was a whole other beast. But, yeah. yeah, I think the jet lag coming home was a little bit harder because I think it was midweek this week before I actually started feeling human again. Yeah, it took me a whole week to get, get back to normal. You know, I had too much things going on. Those of you listening, definitely jet lag can be a factor. Uh, going early uh, can help. Um, like for me, it's like uh, I was in Berlin a week early, and I, I was kind of jet laggy over there. Uh, it took me a day or so to get back, get used to it. But definitely, that's something to consider. Um, traveling to London, um, how bad was it for you, you know, coming to London? I know you, you had to, Florida was getting hit by the hurricane. I know it didn't come that north for mm -hmm. you, I think, but, uh, traveling wise, was it, was it easy travel to London? How, how was that? We had the airport change because our airport completely shut down. So we had to relocate, um, cause Orlando, we were flying directly out of Orlando to Heathrow. So we had to drive to Atlanta which was a six-hour drive that we were not anticipating before we flew. But we flew directly from Atlanta to Heathrow. Um, flight was bumpy, but other than that, um, getting into London was very easy. And then we took the train directly to the running show. So our travels to London was great. We didn't have any issues at all. So booking our flight was easy. We found a, a one we found a flat, so we had a one bedroom, a one bedroom and a full um, kitchen um, flat that we stayed in, and it was right near Hyde Park, so we didn't have any issues there um, in London. So that was nice. Getting to the start, you know, having it with the train, all the um, build up to the train strike and everything mm. there, that was a little stressful, but ended up not being a big deal. Um, so the anticipating stress of trains being closed down, how are you going to get to the start, ended up to be a non-issue. But outside of that, we didn't have any issues, you know, getting over there and then getting around in London. It was very, you know, the tube system there is very friendly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah London tube is really great. Um, the only problem for me is like, I mean, I came out of Heathrow very fast. Uh, they have changed some stuff. Uh, the terminal that I was in, and I that was the fastest time I got out of Heathrow. 
you know, 30 minutes I was out on the train. But the problem is my train was having some issue, the line issue, Wow. some some stuff. By the time I got to my friend, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. It took me four hours. His hour and a half train ride, it took me four hours. It's like, ah. Oh. That's why I was like, Friday, I was... It took me Friday just to kind of get over, not because of jet lag, but it's because I just had, hadn't had enough sleep. So, but train is really great. I like London trains. You know, Europeans mostly they're great, but um, but yeah, and, you know, Start Line. Um, those of you who don't know London Marathon Start Line, they're different but from the different colors. Um, the only problem for us is our pacers. We all had the same color flag, so we didn't know whether we're chasing seven thirty or or six fifteen. We didn't know. It took us a while. Uh, That was interesting. Well, we thought, oh, we're going too fast. We're catching up to the 6.15 and only to realize it was the 7.30 and yeah. we're supposed to pass. Oh, okay, we're good. Oh, that was funny. Didn't did somebody call you out saying, hey, are you guys chasing seven-hour seven pace group? And we said, no, we're <laughs> there starting. So I guess that's, that's the only thing is like we need a different flags. But definitely going, Yeah. yeah, going back to talking about uh, the Galloway method here, um, Uh, let's uh, let's kind of roll back and talk about a little bit more. I would like to kind of um, listen in your experience. Uh, you know, the first time marathoner, if they're looking into running a marathon um, using the Galloway method, what is the what is the you know how how do they start? I mean, I know it's good to get a coach or something, but if they are listening today, what do you recommend for them to kind of uh, look into it? So if you're first time and you're wanting to look into it, I would go to jeffgalloway.com and get online and you can read all about Jeff's method. If you're over in England, they call it they call it Jeffing. Over in the States, of course, it's Jeff Galloway. Um, but if you go on, on the website and you just look up Jeff Galloway and you can find there's programs all throughout the nation and look for a local Galloway program. If there's not one near you, um, then you can go and there's custom training that you can go. Um, Chris Twiggs has um, custom training. Um, it's very, very reasonable if you want to get into the custom training program. Otherwise, just if you go on to Jeff's website, um, you can hear, read all about it. He, he's got books that you can pick up. Um, but otherwise, the Galloway method, the run, walk, run um, is out there. Um, and the, the book is very reasonable. The website is, is out there and it's, it's free to get on the website, of course, um, and read about it. And it explains all about the run, walk, run. Um, people think that the Galloway method is only for beginners. It's not. Um, people qualify um, for Boston every year off of it and very fast. We have um, some people in our program that um, have qualified you know for Boston for the last 10 years um, using the Galloway method um, we have pacing responsibilities we pace Disney every year um, and our fastest right now our fastest Disney pacing responsibilities at Disney are the four-hour groups but we have a local race that we pace um, using the Galloway method and they start at 315 three hours and 15 minute finishing time Um, so it's, you know, Boston qualifying pacers um, in there. They're crazy fast um, And in there. So and they apply the they apply the Gar and Galloway method run walk run correct. absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm.
not just for the beginners and it's not for just, you know, the slower paces, you know, like we did in London. Um, it's for, you know, any pace. Recently, somebody mentioned about this Galloway method. Um, um, you know, there's many, many versions came through. I mean, I remember in the past, but uh, recently somebody said a 30-second walking, you know, however long you run, 30-second walking is the most effective way to do. Can you talk mm -hmm. about that? Uh, it used to be that we always had 60-second walk breaks in there. And Jeff switched that about, I think it was about five years ago, five, six years ago, where we switched it to only be 30-second walk break because um, Jeff said you lose the benefit. If you're taking longer than a 30-second walk break, you're losing the benefit um, from the walk break. Because um, we used to do, like when I first started with Galloway about 12 years ago, we would do, you know, a three-minute run and a 60-second walk break. And then he switched it down to a 90-second run and a 30-second walk it equals the exact same thing. He just cut it down in half. Hmm. In the beginning, it was really hard to adjust. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm only running for 90 seconds. But that 30 second walk break isn't enough. In the um, end, it's exactly the same thing. You're running the exact same amount and resting the same time. You're just you just cut it in half. Because the benefit of the shorter walk break is way better um, and all the studies that Jeff did um, through all the runners that he had tested, the benefit of the shorter walk break um, far out outweighs the um, long walk break because your legs had way too much time to rest if you were taking longer than a 30-second walk um, in there. So he switched all the walk breaks down to 30-second in there. Gotcha. Yeah, so. talking about 90-30, you just mentioned I've been training in 90-30 I've been trying to do 90-30 and trying to hit 11-minute pace, and I still, I think I got close this week. So I'm, I'm just using it once or twice a week of running just to, yeah. because I, I want to continue. You know, for me, as, a, as an experienced runner, I've been running for 15 years now, and after 138 marathons and ultra marathons and, and more, and you know, more on its way, I need to figure out how can I go longer, like another 15 more years of running. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. maybe this method will help me coming out of London. Um, I was, you know, usually when I run a marathon, I'm just like, uh, you know, hobbling around all, a lot longer. But uh, coming out of London, I was just walking fine. So so that's like, mm -hmm. okay, yes, six and a half hours is a long time to be uh, on the pavement, you know, even for yeah. me. So 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 definitely it was a, it it was really kind of eye opening for me. Um, like I mentioned earlier that when I heard you were mentioning that you want to go 15, 30, I was like, huh, how, what? <laughs> 15, 30 is, is extreme for me. Um, that was, that was the first time I've ever had to run 15, 30. I've done six hour pacing for the Donna marathon. Um, that's the local one here for breast cancer. I've done the six hour pacing, um, several times and that's 30, 30. And I call those dirty thirties because it's 30 second, 30 second run, 30 second walk. It's like, okay, at a 1343, it's like, all right, I'll do it. I'll take one for the team. I'll do 60. I'll do, you know, I'll do that six hour. I'll do, I'll do 30 thirties. And, and it was like the first time they put me there, I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll take one for the team. I'll do the six hour. And I was like, okay. And it's like 30, 30 that, and then it's like, all right, this isn't so bad. I'll, I'll do 30 thirties. But it's like, you know, it's like you can do anything for 30 seconds. Yep. You know, my sweet spot is like I, I like pacing that five hour, you know, 1126 
overall pace, 60 30s. It's like, all right, I'll, that that's my that's your that's my jam. Yeah, that's that's my sweet spot. And I'm like, okay. Um, so the six hour was like, yep. But it's you know the people you get to help um, finish are so appreciative. It's like you know what, I'm okay back here. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's now a... if I'm running for me, I you know I like doing two thirty and thirty. You know, and and have a fun time. Definitely. So it's whatever interval works for you is what you want to do. If you're running for you, find that interval, and it doesn't have to be a two thirty thirty. It could be a maybe it's a a two forty one and thirty, or maybe it's a ninety five and thirty. It doesn't have to be a whole number. It could mm. be whatever you feel. Got you. Still keep Just the thirty. Keep that- just keep that 30. Got you. Yeah. W- one thing for sure, um, you know, when I paced London Marathon 2019, it was, I was five and a half hours. That was the slowest. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Then I realized, I mean, people need me in the back. And like what you mentioned and here as well, you know, I didn't know how many people were going to show, show up to stay with us. And definitely we had a whole lot of group of people like what we mentioned. And we helped so many, you know, they're, achieving their goal and that's why we're there you know we're not just you know having our own race you know <laughs> so yeah. one of the funny thing about having that um that 15 uh, 30 i took the most uh bathroom breaks ever ever <laughs> on a marathon <laughs> i must be drinking a lot i was like every so often i was like, so like oh usually i don't stop for a bathroom but this was like and then the the nice thing is that that group is not hasn't gone too far you know, so so it's like we just kind of chugging along. So that's that's kind of you know. And you can catch up. You can catch up easy. Yeah, yeah. you. I, I remember you looking at one point. You were looking at what assume, and it's like I was right with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, but definitely, I would like to give it a try. Some other pacing. Once I get to five hour level pacing, I think I wanted to try this uh, this yep. method for sure. You know, I mostly pace four and a half hours. I still don't know how to till I figure out how I can do the pacing, you know, those intervals. Um, like I said, I'm still learning through this thing. So, so definitely it'll be interesting to figure out. Um, for me, is, is a, for me is as a runner, like I mentioned just a minute ago, it's like longevity is where I'm, I'm after now. You know, I, I enjoy running, being out there, helping others. And, um, you know, I hardly have my own race these days. I'm just pacing or, you know, pace others mm-hmm. or, you know, and I know I will have one or two races, and um, so pacing is good. So one of the things that that I have learned for us is as a pacer, is that regardless uh, what pace group you're given, at you know that's where people need it. You need to best use out of it. What is your thought on that? You know, it's it's a gift. Being able to pace is, to me is a gift. You know, it's the gift of being able to help somebody else achieve a goal that they never thought they could achieve. So it's, it doesn't matter what, what pace you're given, you know, it's like, yes, sir, give me more. You know, I'd, I'd be grateful to be able to pace and which wherever the need is, is where I'm going to, I'm going to go, you know, I, I'm not going to pace anything. I'm not going to accept a pacing gig that I know I can't handle. And if I can help somebody else achieve their goal, I'm going to do it. And with a smile on my face and offering any, you know, thanks and gratitude to the people around me. Because every time I pace, I learn something new from somebody else that I'm running with. 
you know, I got to run with Suman the human this time <laughs> and had the most amazing time um, that, you know, I would never have thought that we could have had that much fun running for six and a half hours singing as much as we did and meeting the people that we did when we were over there. You know, I'd never been, um, I'd never run in London. Um, that had always been a goal of mine. And, you know, like we told Akram when we finished, it's like, you didn't tell me I was going to be running with the human jukebox. <laughs> and we had every genre of music on your jukebox. Exactly. I, I had not had that much fun. And the people that we met, you know, from a breast cancer survivor to running with a fireman to running with Sonic, you know, singing Celine Dion at the top of our lungs, you know. So, I mean, anybody that we can help, you know, I think it's an, an awesome opportunity. And, you know, like you said, I haven't actually raced, you know, run a marathon just for me in a long time. You know, even if I'm not pacing, I'm running with friends and helping them reach their goals. So. Yeah. The, that's what you did in Chicago, correct? So, correct, yeah. Yeah, that's it's always fun uh, to do that. And for me, it's like when when new pacer comes in, they always want you know. As a pace coordinator, I coordinate one one uh, event, um, and it's sometimes like uh, people are like, oh, "Give me this, give me that." I don't want to be slow. As you know, and even in the past when I was. Uh, 320 marathoner um i used to pace 430 i still i'm still there i'm right probably four hour marathoner now i'm slow down a lot more actually i haven't run a race lately uh, last one was last year so or earlier this year so so definitely i'm still pacing 430 now i'm even going 530 630 i just like just give me whatever wherever you need me just only thing i say is that just don't put me in a fast group uh, it happened to me and recently, I, I was put in the last minute in this group. I said, okay, I'll take it. But I was not able to help others, and I couldn't reach my goal. And it was like kind of, kind of frustrating as a pacer that you're not able to reach your goal, and I was five minutes behind. It was just a little difficult for me. For now, I'm just like, okay, I need to readjust to that. But that group, I had never paced that group. So, so you know, I, the, the, the most frustrating for me is when I'm not able to help others and I'm just struggling myself you know that's <laughs> that's not fun and when you struggle then you're not able to you know have that conversation with the runner that you're with or offer the advice or check on them to make sure that they're okay and you're not able to let your personality you know be there to help them so it's like no I, I want to be with well within my my range that I can actually run yeah so that, yes, I can run a four thirty, but I don't want to pace a four thirty. Yeah, because that, that's me running. I, yeah. I don't want to run and pace at the same time. I need to be able to relax and actually pay attention to the pace and and do what I need to do. That was, I'm very fortunate that Chris is actually the one that that actually gives me my pacing assignments, and he knows what I'm capable of. Yeah, definitely. For me, it's like once in a while you get in and want to help, you know, and then it's like okay. It, it was a little a little disappointing but uh but but I got over that so so definitely looking forward to pace more in the coming days and you know maybe use some of the Galway method to pace some some more marathons in coming days it's kind of my goal right now and even for me training wise and you know as much as I train for you know marathons and ultra marathons I need to kind of put that 30 second walk in in my training schedule or training runs you know, always. 
that's kind of what I wanted to kind of understand how this whole thing works. And it was it was perfect timing for me to find you and when uh, Christmas and then you you were there. I was like, okay, I, I want to give you a try. I, I want to give this try. And I'm um, you know I've never I think if one year I was pacing Georgia Marathon, there was a um, run walk and I was we kind of went back and forth. You know, uh, she was r- run walk and I was running running and. We passed back and forth, and at the end we finished together. It was a long time. That's the that's the last time I ran Georgia Marathon, or paced Georgia Marathon, um, the public marathon. So I was, I knew then then that you know then it's a it's effective method. I just didn't know how to do it. Uh, how how do you recommend people to get into Jeff Galloway method? The reason why I'm asking this question is runners like me, who's kind of skeptic about ever getting in until we experience correct. Sometime. You have to experience like, you know, how do you convince people like me or at least help to realize I'm, I'm kind of sold on this. But uh, some of the some of the listeners, they're like uh, 15 seconds of walking or even 30 seconds, you know, sorry, 15 seconds of running or 30 seconds of running is not is going to you know hard and joint like what you mentioned. How do you kind of get them to say, you know, hey, give it a, this a try? What What is the proper way? So you already walk every day, right? So people will say, well, if you walk, you're not a real runner, but you walk every day and people are, are kind of afraid of saying that I'm, I, if I take a walk break during a race, that means I didn't run it, but you get to the finish line the same way. So people have this stigma when they're, they're running that if they take a walk break and if they do the run walk method that they quit that they didn't actually run the whole race. Mm. But if you when you get to a water stop, you you get to the water station, do you do people actually run through them and they never walk through a water stop? Do they ever get tired and do they walk? The thing with the Galileo method is we take planned scheduled walk breaks. Um so when we do that, we are saving ourselves. We've, we're scheduling when we're going to take our walk. So we have the energy, we have the stamina, and we have the fortitude to know that when we finish the race, we're not going to be injured. We know planned when in specific intervals that we're going to run, we're going to walk um, at set times so that we know we're going to finish the race at the exact time that we say we're going to. Um, Some people have this fear that if they take walk breaks, that people are going to look at them like, well, you took walk breaks, so you didn't actually run the whole race. When I do run walk and I finish a marathon, I did the exact same 26.2 miles that somebody that takes that badge and says, I never took a walk break. But in reality, when they walked through the water stops, they took a walk break. When they got tired or they walked up that hill, they took a walk break. The most interesting part is when we're doing the run walk and I'm on my run and I pass somebody and then I'm on the walk break and they pass me back and then I'm on my run and I pass them again and you hear the comments from others is, well, why don't they just run? Why do they have to take the walk break? Hmm. And then eventually we pass them. And then about 20 minutes after we finish, or 30 minutes, they eventually, these people that were giving us the side eye, 
um, they actually finish way after us because we didn't tire ourselves out by running too hard um, the entire time. So my thought on that is give it a try. Give it a try because you're going to find that the Galloway method, you will probably finish faster with more energy and feel way better than you did at the beginning, than you did when you just straight ran it. My PR for my half marathon still comes from using the Galloway method. I tried it. I tried to straight run a half marathon. And then the very next half marathon I did, I'd use the run walk. My run walk half marathon, sticking with my intervals strictly, not cheating, not doing anything different. My run walk and my straight marathon, my run walk half was 10 minutes faster than my straight run marathon was. So the method works. The method works. I mean, I wasn't in any different shape. I mean, I did it two weeks apart. I mean, some might say, well, that's too close. You were tired. Well, no. I mean, I've done over 400 half marathons. So, I mean, I I can run. Um, but my half marathon using run walk was faster than my straight run mar- half marathon was. So I'm a believer. I'm a believer in this process. You know, I've done 72 full marathons now. And only 10 of my marathons have been using straight running, run-throughs. Um, and I feel great. I feel great. I mean, I've, you know, I just did three marathons in the matter of five weeks, and I've got three more marathons coming up, you know, not this weekend, but next weekend. I got two back-to-back again. And I can only do that because I'm doing run-walk. Gotcha. So don't, you know, have that fear of somebody looking at you thinking, oh, you do run-walk. You're not really running a marathon. Yeah, I got to the finish line the same way you did on my feet. Definitely. Hopefully on my feet. <laughs> and I got the same medals and covered the same distance and so on. Yeah. You know, you know hey, the same. I won. Hey. I got the medal. I won. <laughs> <laughs> same water stops and so on. That's yeah. that's very great perspective. Uh, for me, it's, uh, you know, I like I said, I tried, but I didn't try properly. So that's what I'm training right now myself to kind of do this run walk, see how that will work for me. I need to take this uh, to a marathon or two and and see see how that, uh, you know, make a believer out of myself as well. Because I knew yeah. that very early in my running that, that this, is, this may work, but I never had tried. Uh, you know, we're talking about 12, 12, 13 years ago when I met Mr. Galloway. So I still have a video. I saw that this morning. <laughs> you know, yeah. One of my first video in the Marathon Runs YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> so, so that's, um, so definitely, um, it is, um, it is interesting, uh, for me, uh, to come in a crossroad like this and meeting you. Maybe that's a reason why we met and we paced London. I kind of enjoyed and let's see where this will take me. And, uh, it, it has been great, great pleasure to talk to you. We talked so many different things and, um, your last advice is really hits home for me to kind of give this a try. Julie, so it has been really great talk to you, and like I said, it's uh, I met you in a crossroad where I'm I'm borderline injured and uh, slowing down a lot in my running career, and uh, looking forward to use uh, Galloway method and try to get faster on my running, you know, 
and try to get to, you know, finish some of the marathon using Galway method. And let's see how that will pan out and up, update you in the coming days. Uh, but thanks for joining to Emirates Podcast and talking to me about uh, Galway method as well as kind of, you know, remember about our journey through 26.2 miles through the streets of London. Yes, sir. And hopefully I'll see you on the road soon. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll see you in Marine Corps. I think that's where you're headed, correct? That is where I'm headed. Yeah, I'll see you there. Not many people uh, know that I'm, I'm running Marine, Marine Corps, but but definitely. <laughs> but all our podcast listeners now know that I'll be there. So we'll talk about that. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more later, but definitely. All right. I will yeah. see you in D.C. Thank you. Thanks for your time.